Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Ah, hello and welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Katrina Fava. Happy Monday, if you're listening on a Monday. It happens to be Monday today. Happy whatever day of the week it is for you. Happy day. <laughs> um, thanks for being here. I um, am grateful that you're listening. And um, what are we here? What are we doing here today? So, um, messy adventures in living and Petrina Fava. What? Who? 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 And what is all of that? So, messy adventures in living is an hour where I get to play with you and invite you to get messy with your choices, um, and not wait for everything to be lined up straight and perfect before you begin living. Uh, not that I would know anything at all about doing that. <laughs> and you know. How often did have how often and how long ago did you learn to wait until you have all of the information and you've weighed all your options bef- to make sure that you make the right choice? And how often has that actually ruined uh, and screwed up your creations, your life, your living? Uh, and This is not to suggest that you are reckless with your life and that you are irresponsible and um, make uh, rash decisions without any thought whatsoever. It's not exactly that, although there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you're you're choosing too. Um, Because the idea is that choice creates awareness. It's, um, It's an idea that comes from a modality called access consciousness. That's where I learned it. Choice creates awareness. And that's a little really about what I'm inviting you to over the next hour. Get messy with your choices. Be willing to choose whatever it is you would like to choose, whether you think it's right or wrong. Um, you know, use your awareness to make a Use your uh, awareness as your compass. And your choices create that awareness about what your choice creates. And then keep creating your life with choices. Ask some questions about what your choice is going to create. So that's what you get invited to. Messy choices, messy living, jump in, have fun, make choices, and then choose again, and then choose again, and then choose again. There's never one choice. You can always make another choice. Okay, I'm Petrina Fava. Uh, the, here's a few ways that I uh, be in the world. I am a mom of three kids. They are 13 years old and 10 years old and 7 years old, and that means nothing, <laughs> even though I say it every time. They, I am so grateful for them in my life. They are an, an awesome source of hmm, poking. They like to poke poke me into creating something greater for myself and for my life and for our lives. They since they since I've had children I I feel like I've had three little mirrors all showing me all of the places where I can be greater and I am super super grateful for them. Sometimes that's not comfortable and I'm grateful for it anyways. <laughs> um you know what do you what is what's super uncomfortable in your world that you can be super grateful for? 
I'm also a registered nurse, pediatric nurse, just celebrated my 20th anniversary at a great place called Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto uh, on uh, a couple of days ago on July the 14th. And um, I have had the amazing privilege of being with the families and kids during some of their most vulnerable moments. And they have showed me so much and taught me so much about uh, being present and not having a point of view about your body and not having a point of view about what's possible and or not possible. I've learned so much from families and children and even some of the people that I work with about not letting impossible stop you. And I am very grateful for all of that. Um, I also am an access consciousness bars and body process facilitator. I um, discovered this modality called access consciousness about eight years ago that uh, offers some tools that you can use to change anything in your life and uh, create your life as greater because it's not just about fixing your problems. It's also about creating greater. And maybe it's always about creating greater. Um, it's uh at, you can find information about it at PetrinaFava.com on my website and some also some information at AccessConsciousness.com. We'll be maybe talking a little bit about the tools today. Okay, that's enough about that. If you would like to know more about me, I'm at PetrinaFava.com or you can call me and you can contact me and we can play together. Okay, what are we talking about today? Today our topic is, I love this, this has been brewing for so long. You can't get rid of what you're aware of. You can't get rid of what you're aware of. You know that thing that's haunted you your whole life? That thing? That one? You know which one I'm talking about. The one you can never seem to get rid of. Is it self-judgment? Is it physical pain? Fatigue? Illness? Anxiety? Depression? Voices in your head? Whatever it is for you. Does it seem like you just can't change it? You just can't get rid of it? Have you spent years of counseling, paid thousands of dollars, stressed your body trying to get rid of this thing once and for all, this problem? So what if the reason that you can't get rid of it is because it's not your problem to start with? What if it's not a problem at all, but a gift called awareness? Can you ever stop your awareness? And would you really want to get rid of your magic anyways? You know, you could use it to your advantage instead. So that's what we're going to chat about today. Um, what is this for you? What is it in your life that you're trying to get rid of that doesn't need to get rid of, be gotten rid of? What if it's not even yours? So what is it? What is this for you? Just trying to tap into all of you and see what this is bringing up for you. What are you? What have you been trying to get rid of? Um, have you been trying to get rid of pain, physical pain? Uh, sickness, illness in your body? Is this something you've been trying to get rid of or fix or cure? And what if you can't get rid of what you're aware of? Are you trying to get rid of annoying people in your life? Uh, are you trying to get rid of stress, anxiety, your panic attacks? Are you trying to get rid of panic attacks, anxiety? Um, are you trying to rid yourself of judgments, the judgments of other people? Have you... Have you beaten yourself up so much about being at the effect of other people's judgment? So that's something that um, has been big for me in my world, one of many things that I've been trying to get rid of in my life. And um, over the last m many years, this is what I've been kind of working on, if you can call it that, is trying not to be at the effect of other people's judgments and trying to get rid of... Um, the fact that I'm bothered by other people's judgments. Let's just call it that. 
And what I've been looking at with this is I'm trying to get rid of my awareness because it's not that I have a problem being at the other effect of other people's judgments. This is not a problem. This is actually a capacity that I have, that I am super, uber aware of other people's judgments. And it's been so freeing to finally acknowledge this about myself. And it comes up still all the time. Um, but this is the thing. See, like, as I started to do play with, you know, some tools, I learned Reiki a few years ago, and then I learned about the tools of access. And I've been playing with these tools and, you know, being very introspective and looking at this. Um, I have been looking at trying to not be at the effect of other people's judgments. I shouldn't care about what other people think. I shouldn't let other people's judgments affect me. I shouldn't let other people's judgments steer my life. And this is all true. Of course, I have no desire to be at the effect of other people's judgments. I would like to choose what's what's true for me, what's right for me, and choose my life based on what I know and what's right for me and not worry, have to worry about other people judging me. And so I've spent the last several years trying, quote unquote, unquote, to not be at the effect of other people's judgments and in essence, trying to rid myself of this thing, um, this fault of mine that I have always considered it to be a wrongness, that I'm too much concerned with other people's judgments. And so lately I've been looking at Okay, what if I? What am I aware of? And I and I know this, and and I know that my whole life I've had an extremely heightened bullshit meter. Uh, I am extremely aware of other people's judgments, but I didn't know this really, especially as a young kid and as a teenager. Oh my God, holy cow, was I ever aware of people's judgments as a teenager? Seriously, and I never, you know. N- no one talks about this stuff, right? Like, I never acknowledge this as a capacity, that I have a heightened awareness for picking up people's judgment. And so, of course, I thought something was wrong with me. Right? What's wrong with me? Like, why do I feel like this around other people? Why does my body feel so, like, ill around these people? They, they must, I can tell they don't like me was always my conclusion. Oh, I can tell that they don't like me. They're looking at me weird. Or they know something about me. Like there's something I'm giving off that's pushing other people away. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I was giving off? (laughs) I was giving off, I see right through you. I really think that's what was happening, is that, you know, how much do... Can people perceive that you see right through them? And even though they may not cognitively know what that is, there's some kind of discomfort around uh, being around someone with no barriers and with no mm, screens to see you through, right? So what was I aware of? Was I aware that they were uncomfortable? So... My point is, what is my point? My point is, what are, what am I aware of is an amazing question to be asking. I, I really, this has like become one of my favorite questions for everything that comes up in my world. If you're with a group of people and you feel really uncomfortable, instead of going into the wrongness of you, you can ask, what am I aware of? 
Uh, if you're with a group of people and you you don't like them, see, this is, you know, are you trying to get rid of your antisocial nature? You know, have you been judged as being antisocial? And do you think this is a wrongness? So, you know, are you the kind of person that just generally doesn't like people? <laughs> you know, if you're the kind of person that doesn't like being around people and you just kind of want to be by yourself or there's like a couple of people in your life that you enjoy being around and then you're with, you don't like meeting new people or you don't want to be around a lot of people, how how often have you judged yourself as antisocial? And of course, how much have others judged you as antisocial, right? Maybe your family, maybe your parents. What's wrong with you? You're so antisocial. You don't like being around people. Um, my my husband um, ha, has been judged by a lot of people as being antisocial, um, myself included. I'll I'll just I'll just say it. I think when I first met him, I thought um, he could be very antisocial at times. And I know now that what's going on is that he has an extremely heightened awareness, and his bullshit meter is just off the charts. And he is not interested in being around. Um, lies. And so have you judged yourself as being antisocial when actually you're just extremely aware of people's judgments, of people's lies, of people's bullshit? And if you weren't trying to get rid of it, could you use it to your advantage? Right? Could you? What could you create with it? Could you actually use it to create happiness in your life instead of stress, instead of worry, instead of wrongness? Yeah. Awesome. Well, maybe we should clear some of that. Okay, so <laughs> we're going to use something called the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement to clear all of the energy that's coming up around that. So um, everywhere you have decided that you are antisocial, everywhere you've decided that people don't like you and you just don't know why, um, everywhere you've decided that you are wrong for not liking people and and for just generally wanting to be by yourself, Everywhere you've decided that is a wrongness when actually it is your extremely heightened sense of awareness of other people's bullshit, will you please just join and create all that? <laughs> right, wrong, good and bad. Pot and pock, all nine shorts, but and beyond. So that very strange collection of words is called the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. It does have an explanation that I will not go into on this radio show. You can look it up at theclearingstatement.com. You don't have to understand it in order for it to work. Okay. So... I think it's time to go for a break. So you are listening to Messy Adventures in Living. Today we are talking about you can't get rid of what you're aware of. What have you been trying to get rid of your whole life that is actually your awareness of something? And if you didn't try so hard to get rid of it, could you use it to your advantage? Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? 
What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736 Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. I am Petrina Fava, your host. And before we went to break, we were talking about you can't get rid of what you're aware of. That's the title of our show today. You can't get rid of what you're aware of. So we've been talking about what is that thing your whole life that you've been trying to fix, that thing you've been trying to get rid of, and what is, you know, that thing that you've been considered wrong has been a wrongness in your life and if you could just get rid of it everything would be better and what if this thing that you're trying to get rid of is actually awareness or your awareness of something and can you really get rid of awareness you can't and you've been probably spending a long time making yourself wrong trying to get rid of something that you're aware of and so what's, let's go to like what exactly is awareness what the heck are we talking about when we're talking about awareness so I don't you know, it's tricky. Like, I like words, actually. And I, I like to look at definitions and meanings and, and etymology and that kind of thing. But I'm also really aware <laughs> that um, when you define something, you really limit it. And so sometimes I have trouble talking about what something means without limiting it. So, um, you know, everywhere you're looking for a definition for awareness, uh, let's let's just put that to the side, but let's talk a little bit about the energy of this word or or what awareness is. Um, you know, awareness is really about knowing. It's what you know, what you just know intrinsically and not the kind of knowing that you you do at school, like not the kind of knowing that comes from studying books. Um, it's more a kind of perceiving, a sensing. It's really not about thinking. It's not logic, that's for sure. And it's not, you know, evidence, looking for evidence or looking for evidence-based information. Knowing is, is different. Awareness is different. It's what you know. It's what you're sensing. It's what you're perceiving around you. Um, you know, have you ever tapped into that? Um, you probably have and and at some point been kind of convinced out of it or told it like that's not important, right? Think about when you were a kid. How much awareness did you have? What were you aware of as a kid that no one ever acknowledged? You know, when you were scared at night, 
when you had creepy feelings, when you thought there was something under your bed and you wouldn't let your hang, hand dangle over the side and, you know, your your parents were like, stop it, there's nothing under your bed. Uh, look, look, there's nothing under your bed and holding the flashlight or look uh, in the closet, there's no monsters in there. Um, what were you actually aware of that no one ever acknowledged? And so you made yourself wrong for that awareness. So I wasn't really planning on talking about spirits and entities, but apparently that subject just came up. So let's just go there. Um, you know, how much as a kid did you did you ever hear voices in your head? Did you ever just perceive or sense some creepy energy in a house that you walked into? You know, did you ever walk into uh, a funeral and suddenly be extremely sad and you didn't know why? And 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 how much did the adults in your life shine the light of logic and be like, "Look, you're wrong. Your awareness is wrong." Because nothing is here. Clearly, with your eyes, you can see nothing is in your closet. Uh, but you knew something. You knew something. You sensed something. You had the awareness of something. But it was nothing that anyone could define in a logical way from the point of view of this reality. And so you completely negated, you completely told yourself that you were, you must be wrong because all of these people are clearly pointing out that your, that creepy feeling that you have is wrong or that sadness that you have makes no sense because you don't know this person who just died. So what are you feeling sad for? Like that doesn't make any sense. Cut it out. Stop it. Um, so everywhere you negated your awareness, everywhere you made your awareness wrong, it's not made it wrong. It's more negated. Like everywhere you you negated your awareness um, because someone was always shining the light of logic and showing you that there was no evidence for your awareness. Will you now destroy and uncreate everywhere you did that and claim and own and acknowledge your awareness as real and everything that does not allow that will you destroy and uncreate all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. It's really funny because I actually really prided myself on being logical for a long time, <laughs> which is great. Logic is not wrong. I like logic. Logic is cool. Um, and what uh, what if there's more, right? What if there's more? Um, it's kind of like, you know, getting rid of your awareness or trying to get rid of something that you're aware of because it's bothering you. Um because sometimes awareness is uncomfortable, right? So if you're walking into a room of people, you know, and you suddenly feel heavy and contracted and you don't like the people that you're with and you're kind of really aware of their judgments, um, you could pull yourself out of all social situations and just go, you know what, I don't like being around people. And I'm just going to be by myself. Not that that's wrong, but that is a choice you can make. I, I feel like that choice will limit you because then you cannot receive everything from everyone. You can only receive from people who don't have a lot of judgments. Well, good luck finding those people. Right? We all have judgments. There's a lot of judgment in this reality. So if you're hyper, hyper aware of people's judgments and you just want to pull right out of this reality, your receiving is going to go way down. Would you be willing to receive from everyone, even people whose judgments are so 
much nails on a chalkboard for you, would you be willing to receive from them? Right? And how can you receive from them? If you're going to put your hand up to your awareness. So it's kind of like, um, you know, you can use your, your awareness as a gift and be like, cool, these people have a lot of judgments. How can I use their judgments to my advantage? Right? It's kind of like, would you, you know, would you want to get rid of your eyesight because there's something you don't like looking at? Right? Like, it's like if you look at a painting that is awful to look at or a picture that's uncomfortable to look at. So, you know, Facebook is a great example of this. Like, how often have you scrolled through your news feed on social media and seen disturbing images? Uh, you know, animal cruelty, anything like that. You know, would you get rid of your eyes? <laughs> would you get rid of your eyesight because what you're looking at is uncomfortable? You wouldn't do that, right? You wouldn't be like, come and take out my eyes because I don't like some of the uncomfortable things that I have to look at in this world. You wouldn't do that because your eyes also can behold immense beauty in this world. So why are you doing that with your awareness? Right? What is the value of trying to get rid of your awareness because it's often uncomfortable? Because what you're aware of is uncomfortable. There's a lot of amazing things that you're aware of. And I wonder how often we acknowledge that. Right? How much amazing, beautiful energy are we aware of? How much contributory energy are we aware of? How much energy of gratitude are we aware of in people? Like, what is this thing that we do that we are always focusing on the shit? Not that I would ever do that. Not that I would ever do that. So, you know, you wouldn't cut your eyes out because what you don't like something that you're looking at. You know, same with all of your other senses, actually, right? Like, you wouldn't want to get rid of your sense of taste because you put somebody else's food in your mouth that you don't like. You know, maybe you tried somebody's dish and you're like, ew, I do not, my body does not like that. That tastes disgusting. You wouldn't cut your tongue out. You would just choose not to taste that again, maybe. So again, like all of this cutting, why do you, what is the value of trying to get rid of your awareness? What is the value of it? Yeah. So what, let's look at, um, I, so word nerd here, I went to the online etymology dictionary and I went to see what the origin, what the origin of the word rid is. And it's kind of cool. So um, from the 12th century, uh, to clear, to set free, to save, to clear land of obstructions. I thought that was kind of cool. So remember, this is like when I look at this etymology, it's not about giving something meaning necessarily, but I really get a sense of the energy of the word when we look at the origins of it. And sometimes that energy is held throughout many years. Even though the meaning of the word changes, the energy of the word is still there. And sometimes there are some words that, I, that I've that i looked up, the etymology of, and the meaning is still the same today. And then sometimes I look up these words and the meaning is totally different. And then it's 
the energy of the original meaning is so much still held in place. So, for example, the word want, um, there are, one of the meanings of the word want is to lack. And I don't know about you, but like I get that energy off of the word want, right? It reminds me of um, a passage in the Bible that goes, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Can you get that energy of lack in that passage? The Lord is my shepherd, I, I shall not want. And so, you know, when you use the word want today, we talk about something that we desire to have, but that energy of lack is so much there. It's fascinating to me anyways. I digress. So, so rid. Um, I found this real interesting right here to, um, to clear land, like if specifically talking about land, but to clear something of obstruction. So where have you considered your awareness to be an obstruction? Um, and everything that is, everywhere you've decided that your awareness is an obstruction instead of a gift, will you destroy and create all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, so what else? What else is it that you're trying to get rid of? Um, uh, how about stress, like stress and anxiety? Okay, so you know what? Let's look at this. Let's look at this tool just before we go to break. Um, there is a, a tool that I learned in, from this modality, Access Consciousness. And the tool is, it's a question, who does this belong to? Who does this belong to? Is this mine? And then return to sender. So is this mine? Who does it belong to? It's really based on this idea that we are very aware of other people's thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and their bodies, right? Um, I love it so much. If it's the first time you've heard it, you're probably thinking it's extremely weird. But, you know, I dare you to use this tool. It's just a question. Every time you have a sensation in your body or you have a thought or you have a feeling or you have an emotion, I challenge you, ask this question, is this really mine? Who does it belong to? Now, be careful. Don't go looking for who it belongs to because you don't need to know. That's not the point. That's not the purpose of this tool. This tool is meant to be an acknowledgement of your awareness. Who does this belong to? Most of the stuff that you are feeling is not yours because we are really very psychic human beings. We all are. It's not reserved for some people. Um, some people have extremely heightened psychic ability. Yes. And we all can have it, and we all have it. So we are all very aware of each other's thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And our bodies are super aware of other people's bodies. And so um, if you're trying to get rid of what you're aware of, you're never going to get rid of it because you're aware. And so if what you're aware of is uncomfortable, or one of the ways that you can acknowledge your awareness is to use this tool. Who does this belong to? Is this mine? So we'll talk more about that when we come back from break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. Today we are talking about you can't get rid of what you're aware of. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? 
Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. <laughs> Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava, just having some fun in our online chat room. If, by the way, you would like to join us, you can do that uh, at inspiredchoicesnetwork.ca. Um, um, or it doesn't matter, you're there if you're listening. Um, in the upper right-hand corner is a click that you, is a button you can click on to join the chat room, and then you can come and play and type your question. So, uh, inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Sorry about that. All right, so question in the chat room. We were just talking about bodies as we went to break and the idea that your body is super aware of other people's bodies. And if you're doing any kind of energy work at all, even if you're not, but if you are and you, you, you know, your awareness is growing and growing and growing and growing and your body, as you acknowledge your body and as you acknowledge your body's awareness, your body will become more and more and more and more aware as well. So, question in the chat room is, what is my excess weight and awareness of? How does that work? What am I aware of? Um, and what am I aware of that I'm not aware of? <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, like, this is something that that is coming up for me as well. It's like, what is all of this excess weight? And what am I aware of? So, it's a great question to ask. And, I mean, you know, it, it's remember that it's not about getting an answer. <laughs> I know, sorry. <laughs> I hate that too. <laughs> it's not about an answer, but I want an answer. I like answers. I know me too. <laughs> um, what am I aware of? Who am I aware of? You know, how many judgments are you aware of? It's really about asking questions and then let, leaving it alone and letting it go. Um, but sometimes I feel like sometimes we, the, sometimes the 
quote unquote answer or the awareness or the message from our body is right in front of our faces and we don't look at it and or we don't see it because there's judgments in the way. So that's the thing about awareness too, right? Is all whatever judgments you have in the way are are a complete smokescreen to your awareness. And I mean this is tricky stuff. Like God, we learn to judge. Like we have spent spend our entire lives learning how to judge properly, right? This is valuable. We we consider this valuable in our world. We're, we teach kids how to judge. And I mean, you have to remember that judgment is not just about negative things. It's about positive things too, quote unquote positive. Like a judgment is a conclusion, right? A judgment is just a conclusion. It's a closed door. It's a conclusion about something. Any conclusion you have about something is a judgment, whether it's raw, like a bad thing or a good thing. It doesn't matter. It's still a conclusion. So when I started using the tools of access and I did my very first three-day body class, I had, um, I was, I had just had my third child, my son, and I had been taking thyroid medication because after my first ch- uh, daughter was born, my See, now watch my language, okay? I'm going to just say it. My thyroid decided to call it quits. <laughs> this is this is what I say. And it's interesting. you got to pay attention to what you're saying because your body's listening. And so um, I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism and started to take um, like thyroid hormone as a replacement. And I did my three-day body class. And, and these body classes are just freaking amazing okay and it's so awesome to acknowledge that your body knows and your body knows what it requires and your body knows what it needs and it's really easy to swing from one extreme to another from the extreme that you are at to the total opposite extreme right so here i am i've been taking my thyroid medication and i go to this three-day body class and i know like and i am saying and i acknowledge i know that that there's something about body, my body or there's something about bodies that can create change without medication, okay? And remember, I'm also a nurse, so I also have a lot of information about medication and how it works. And so while I was at this three-day body class, I really was like, I know that my body can change this. I know. And no one it can ever take that away from me because I know that somewhere, somehow, this is possible without medication or without hormone replacement. The thing that happened was I stopped there. I stopped asking questions. And I decided, I made a conclusion, that I would just stop taking my thyroid medication. And then I gained weight. I felt like crap. My thyroid levels plummeted. I was getting these weird symptoms. And then I went back to my doctor and he gave me total shit for taking not taking my thyroid medication because now I like completely wrecked my body. So what was happening was I had a bunch of conclusions in the way that were blocking my awareness. And every time, and then when I went back on my thyroid medication, my hormone replacement, my, I, I was actually really light. It was... My body was like, uh, yeah, this is working for us right now. Um, so, like, what what conclusions do you have in the way of your awareness about excess weight? What are all the conclusions? Like, not just negative ones, quote, unquote, negative ones, but also the positive ones. Like, what are all of the conclusions? What are all the judgments you have in the way? Another thing that I noticed happened was um, as I dropped my conclusions and my points of view about food, 
same thing. I stopped asking questions. So one of the things I learned early on in Access is that your body doesn't have a point of view about food. You do. So when you sit in front of a bowl of chips and you eat them all, you know, your body doesn't really have a point of view. But your judgments will often, like your body is listening to your judgments and will create whatever you ask with your judgments, right? Will create whatever your conclusions, all the conclusions that you're projecting at your body. And so what I did was I dropped all of my points of view about food. Um, so it's like, hey, I don't have to have a point of view about food. Uh, if I get rid of all my points of view, my body doesn't have a point of view. So I'm going to just, it means that this point of view that potato chips make me fat, I don't have to have that point of view. But what I did was I went to that point of view is wrong. That point of view is wrong. That's not awareness. Deciding that a point of view is wrong is not awareness. <laughs> right? A question, you need to ask a question. So, like, I didn't ask a question. I didn't ask, okay, body, if I eat this bowl of chips, you know, will we have extra fat cells? I didn't ask that question. And then I didn't listen to my awareness. What I did was, oh, I don't, it's, I don't have to, it, it's not necessarily true that eating chips will make you fat. And it's not that that's wrong, but I claimed that. I claimed it as a conclusion and I didn't ask a question. And so I started to gain weight because I just was like, ha I don't have to care about what I eat. I can just eat whatever I want. Uh, I don't have to have a point of view. If I don't have a point of view about food, if I don't have a point of view, slow down, Katrina. If I don't have a point of view about food, then I won't get fat. This is This is like, this is a conclusion I made. If I don't have a point of view about food, then I won't get an illness. And it's not that that's wrong, but then I didn't go to what's my awareness. Because sometimes my awareness was, if you eat these chips, you're going to get a stomach ache. <laughs> if you eat these chips, you're going to get fat. So, you know, again, like all of, where have you bought, um, where have you bought the opposite extreme as awareness? Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, where have you decided that all of your judgments and all of your points of view that you have until now are wrong? And that if you go all the way to the other extreme, that's awareness. Right? So everything that is, I don't know exactly what that is, but everything that is, everywhere you think the opposite extreme to your point of view is awareness, will you destroy an creator? Right and wrong, good and bad, pun and buck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. You can't get rid of what you're aware of. So, you know, maybe I was aware that the chips were going to make me fat. But I was trying to get rid of that awareness by deciding that if I didn't have a point of view, I could eat whatever I want. We need to be in the question. So as we ask questions, we can, and as we choose, then we can get more and more and more awareness. So what is your body aware of with the excess weight? What is your body aware of? Whose body is your body aware of? Whose judgments is your body aware of? There's something about judgments and bodies, man, I tell you. You know, is it possible that with increasing levels of awareness, with increasing awareness and increasing awareness of judgments and increasing awareness of crap in the world, you know, is it possible that your body is taking that on? So are you... Are you using your body or 
does your body have a capacity to pull judgment out of the universe, to pull hatred out of the universe, to pull, um, you know, unkindness out of the universe? And is it packing it into your body? I don't know, man. I just say what comes out. So everything that is, everywhere that your body has a capacity to pull unconsciousness out of the world and is locking it into the body instead of acknowledging itself as a healer and acknowledging that it's just awareness and that it can just be released and it can just be it can just be awareness it doesn't have to be packed into a physical body will you destroy and create all that right wrong good and bad pot and punk all in shorts boys and beyonds yeah Okay, let's take a break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We're talking about you can't get rid of what you're aware of. And I'd like to talk a little bit more about bodies when we come back. So hang in there. We'll be back soon. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hello and welcome back. You're listening to Messy Adventures and Living with me, Petrina Fava, your host. Today we're talking about you can't get rid of what you're aware of. So if you happen to just be jumping in, um, before we went to break, we were talking all about bodies, which I love because I like bodies and bodies are super duper aware. Um, and we're talking about weight and, and bodies and what, what are you aware of with excess weight? What is your body aware of if it's taking on excess weight? 
Um, so, you know, you can use this tool. Who does this belong to? Is this mine? Is this mine? Is this weight mine? Is um, everything that is getting locked into my body mine? And then as you ask that question, it you acknowledge your body's awareness. You acknowledge your body's a healer, ability as a healer. And that acknowledgement starts to allow you to um, let go of it not claim it as yours. I mean, you don't have to let go of it if you don't claim it as yours to begin with. And that's the beauty of this tool. Is this mine? Oh, it's not mine. I'm just aware of something. Okay, cool. Return to sender. Um, and then ask some questions. Okay, body, how can we change this? So when I was talking about, um, you know, knowing that I could, my body and I could work together to change this, this low thyroid levels, um, instead of just cold turkey stopping my medication, I did not ask a question. Um, there's a comment in the chat room about preferences, right? Our body has preferences, though. like some things help your body function with more ease, exactly, and I didn't ask that question. I was just like, yeah, we can do this. I'm going to, my conclusion is that I can just stop my medication and we're going to be fine. Um, instead, I could have asked my body some questions. Hey, I know this is possible. How can we create this together? Uh, how often would you like this? Every day? Every other day? Um, what foods can I eat that will increase, that will get my thyroid working again? What, is there a supplement out there? Is there some homeopathic that I could take? You know, is there a naturopath that I could go see that would have, that could shed some light on this? Asking questions. What is it, body, that you require? How can we change this body? How can we change it? Okay. Um, Pain. I wanted to talk a lot about pain because we do this a lot with pain. We try to get rid of pain. Yeah. Um, is everything that getting gets locked into your body yours? Sorry, just reading in the comment. So in the chat room, um, pain. We are always trying to get rid of pain, right? We don't like pain. It hurts. We medicate or we do whatever. Whatever. Even if you're not medicating, like even if you're doing something else like yoga or it, you know, there's there's always this thing where we're trying to get rid of pain. And and I notice even myself in using these, this tool, who does this belong to, is when I asked it in with regards to pain, it was always in an effort to get rid of it. So it's like, okay, I have a pain in my foot, so who does this belong to? Who does this belong to? Who does this belong to? It's, is it mine? Is it the earth? Is it somebody else's? Is it this person? Is it this person? Is it my awareness of entities? Like, is it the earth? And then I was like, well, I must be doing something wrong because it's not going away. And then finally, I started to realize, wait, I can't get rid of my awareness. I'm trying to, I'm using the tools to try and get rid of it. But I can't get rid of what I'm aware of. So then what does that mean? That means I have to just, because I'm aware, I have to suffer, right? It's like saying, well, you're psychic. So then that means you have to suffer with everybody's thoughts. That's not it. Um You can continue to ask questions. So, you know, when your body is is in pain, look at, all the places and all, look at everywhere you're trying to get rid of it. So everywhere you're trying to get rid of pain in your body, will you destroy and not create all that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And now, would you be willing to acknowledge that your body is aware and that pain is a message, pain is a communication, pain is an awareness? Is it really yours? And if it is, if it is yours, you can still ask, where did I buy this as mine? What is my body trying to tell me? I love this is a question I teach my kids all the time. It's a great tool for kids. What is your body trying to tell you? I mean, if you slam your toe and you have pain, your body is trying to tell you something. <laughs> right? 
it's so it's okay like it's not necessarily that it belongs to someone else but it might be because it might be that you have a lot of judgments about pain and what happens when you slam your foot and i know that that sounds completely crazy but consider it so then what other what questions can you ask okay cool body how can we change this how can i have more ease with this what do you require an ice pack a band-aid do we need to go to emerge right if your arm is broken like my dog my daughter broke her arm a couple years ago. I wasn't like, who does that belong to, Alyssa? <laughs> okay, clearly the arm is broken. It's twisted in an S shape. The bone is broken. We, What do you require, body? You need to go to Emerge and get an x-ray and get a cast and have some pins put in. That's what was required. So I'm not saying be completely stupid and unaware. So that's really funny, like, where are you using the idea or the concept of awareness to actually make yourself more unaware? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what that is? Because I know I did that. So everywhere you're using awareness or everywhere you're bastardizing awareness and actually making that into a bunch of conclusions that are actually blocking you from being more aware, will you just try to create all that? Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. What would it take for you to know your awareness. What would it take for you to know what awareness is? And be willing to look at all of the stuff in this reality and acknowledge when your body is telling you that you need to go to emerge and get a cast put on your leg. You know, what would it take for you to know what your awareness is? And and can you do that if you're always trying to get rid of it? So when you're in pain, when you're having discomfort, when you're having illness in your body, would you be willing to ask, what am I aware of? And then be willing to look at everything. So what conclusions do I have here? Those two um, questions paired are amazing. What am I aware of and what conclusions do I have blocking my awareness? What are the conclusions that I have in place that are blocking what I'm aware of? And just get rid of it. Use the clear statement, pot and pocket. What conclusions do I have in place that are blocking me from knowing everything that I know? Consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. If you have a point of view about medication, if you have a point of view about Western medicine, your awareness is blurred. Okay, so we're out of time. I'm not really sure how that happened. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to Messy Adventures in Living. Please come back. Uh, again and again and listen to the show. I love to have you here. What are you aware of and what are all the judgments that you are holding on to that are blocking you from being totally aware, having razor sharp awareness and what would it take for you to acknowledge your awareness instead of trying to get rid of it because you know what? It's a gift. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. We'd love to have you join us again. Until next time, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.